Hey, everybody. I'm Dan Davidson. And I'm Bill Smith. And it's time for the news from treknews.net. <laughs> Spanning the Alpha Quadrant. <laughs> for all the news on all the Star Trek, yo. <laughs> Brian. It's treknews.net. Akuchi <laughs> moya, sir. <laughs> online at treknews.net. I see you went for Family Guy this week. That's pretty Yeah, good. I was trying to think of spinning it up a little bit. Well, well done, buddy. Welcome to the news from treknews.net, the oldest brand new Star Trek news podcast from Trek Geeks for the week of October 22nd, 2020. Dan, we are joined this week by a special guest to talk about a huge story that broke last week about the biggest Star Trek event in just about any given year. Yeah, uh, we we sure are, man. We're we're very excited um, that for the first time we're going to have a guest with us here, officially from TrekNews.net, to talk about the news from TrekNews.net. Eminently logical. It's 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 pretty awesome. His name is uh, Kyle Hadnayak, and uh, he is here to join us for the first time, and uh, not for the last time, I don't think either. Kyle Hadnayak, welcome. It's good to have you here. Hey, guys. How's it going? Dan, I appreciate the Family Guy reference in the beginning. Thank you. Well, I got to say also, as Bill is, is I'm sure, laughing his butt off on the inside, <laughs> we went through the pronunciation of your name at least a half a dozen times before we recorded, and I was able to do it before we recorded, but then, as always, I screwed up. So It's okay. Anyway. I appreciate the effort. Adiniac. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Top shelf, buddy. Well, Take 27. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the news here is that things are status quo with Dan Davidson's oh, language. God. <laughs> um, well, gents, the big story this week is that Creation Entertainment has canceled the rescheduled Star Trek Las Vegas, which was set for December and announced that it will occur next August back at the Rio All Suites Hotel in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada, and uh, rebranded as the 55-year mission tour. Yeah, uh, I'm sure we're going to get into details of that. The other news that seems to have been buried in Creation's announcement is the fact that they're apparently no longer licensed to have Star Trek conventions. Uh, So, Kyle, uh, help us make some sense of this one, man. Yeah, so on the surface, it is kind of too bad that CBS is not adding their name, you know, to the convention. Uh, that just means you won't see, you know, the CBS logo up on uh, at the in the convention hall next year. But I think people should know that this, for all intents and purposes, it, it sounds like the same kind of convention you're used to. If you look, take a look at the guest list, if you take a look at the events and the things that Creation is still doing, it's going to be a wildly good time, no matter what. It just won't have the CBS name to it. I think that's a fair statement. I think the thing that concerns a lot of fans is that in the last couple of years, CBS has literally taken the cast of Star Trek Discovery and put them on a plane from Toronto and sent them to Las Vegas to be at this con, providing them a break in the shooting schedule. And I think that the doubt is that that's going to happen with a non-CBS sponsored or authorized or licensed convention. So on their on Creation Entertainment's website right now, you have a list of confirmed guests so far, and you have folks from Discovery, you have folks from Picard, and of course all of the other incarnations of Star Trek. So um, I certainly hope to see you know familiar faces, some of the newer faces in the franchise, um, to be here and to you know give fans a good time for sure. Now let me ask you this, guys. Um, as we know, it in our heart of hearts, it's it's STLV. It's always been STLV, but now officially, it's not 
STLV. Do you think that that STLV hashtag is just going to carry on forever? I certainly think it is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I do. I think that people are going to call it Star Trek Las Vegas simply because they're going to a Star Trek convention in Las Vegas. Kyle? Yeah, yeah fair enough. Yeah, I think you'll see, you know, all those references to the famous franchise, the famous location. It just won't be, you know, in the official capacity that we may be used to. And, and people may not care. They may still love putting on Twitter and Facebook that, oh, we're going to see a Star Trek convention in Las Vegas and, and call it good, you know? So the other interesting thing that, that kind of goes along with this, or at least in parallel, is that on the Read Pop website, which is another very large convention organizer, which um, holds some events like Star Wars Celebration um, across the United States at various points, um, they now have some verbiage on their website that seems to lend to Star Trek, uh, telling uh, people that they're going to boldly go um, where, where cons essentially haven't gone before. Um, it's kind of interesting that ReadPop could be an official partner for CBS. It just hasn't been announced. I think that it'll be interesting to see if that announcement comes sooner rather than later. I also think it'll be very interesting to see if they do end up taking over the official um, conventions. Will it be something that... Um, you know, we're used to seeing the huge one in STLV with creation, but then there are other ones scattered across the country all through the year. Are they going to do something similar? Are they going to have a massive one like Las Vegas in a different location that may be more centralized in the United States? Or are they going to, you know, maybe pick LA, um, LA or Las Vegas or, or somewhere in Texas? Who knows? It'll be very interesting to see what happens if and when that announcement comes. Yeah, I agree. And I think no matter what, no matter who's actually hosting the event, with CBS behind it, considering where they are with the franchise right right now, where you have all these shows, all this uh, merchandise, etc., Star Trek's in a really good place with CBS, and CBS knows it. And they're going to put all of their efforts, all their resources behind whoever they sign with to do these uh, conventions. And I'm sure we will see some big convention like uh, Star Trek Las Vegas, and uh, you know, it'll be a place for fans to flock to to celebrate Star Trek. Now, when looking at ReadPop, I know um, there's there's been a little bit of discussion amid fandom about what locations they could choose. Dan alluded to that a bit earlier. Orlando seems to be on the table simply because of the amount of convention space that exists in Orlando. New York City is clearly on the docket because ReadPop ran Mission New York for the Star Trek 50th anniversary, and it was a convention that went amazingly well in CBS's eyes. I, I, Vegas, from what I hear, is still in the running, and I think that's the one that, that gives me... Um, a, I don't want to say pause or concern, but it certainly presents an interesting situation for creation, depending on when that other con is scheduled. Does it dilute the 55-year mission tour if it happens? And is there the possibility for competing for those same convention dollars, guys? That's a great point. People may not have, uh, you know, the willingness to spend money on two big conventions, uh, and especially if you know, these people usually go for the higher tier options. They're going to have to pick and choose, and that may uh, boil down to which convention offers what, where the convention is, etc. And so, yeah, I, I'm, I would be really curious to see if that case did arise, uh, who would come out on top. I'm, I'm extremely torn, uh, to be honest with you guys, because... STLV is a place to go to connect with the Star Trek family, not necessarily to go to the convention events, at least for me. It has been for several years now, and I'm sure a lot of people think the same way. But with that being said, let's just say for the sake of argument that ReadPop is the one that takes us over, and they decide to have it at Orlando. You know how I feel about Orlando, Bill. Mm -hmm. I would be down there in a second and probably not go to STLV because, as Kyle just 
just alluded to, people aren't going to spend that much money on two conventions. They're going to have to pick one. And if there's that competition in place somewhere, it's going to be really difficult to decide exactly what to do. Well, and, and ReadPop is in a position where they get to sit back and see what creation does to some extent. Right. It's not a shock to people that creation is expensive and they've gotten gradually more expensive year over year. Um, especially even just general admission, a weekend pass for general admission is close to $400 now, whereas it used to be like 30 bucks a day back in the day. So, um, I, if people are going to make a high dollar spend, I guess it's going to depend on which con offers what guests and what opportunities creation has going for them. The fact that they guarantee everybody a seat in the main auditorium and depending on where ReadPop has their con, that may not be the case. So, um, I know it's, it wasn't the case at, at Mission New York because there's just not that kind of, uh, capacity in the theater at the Javits Center. So, um, it, it's, it's going to be interesting to follow and see. Um, I'm going to put you guys on the spot. Let's pretend that you have the vacation dollars to go to Las Vegas and, um, both cons are going to be there within about a month of each other. Which one would you go to Kyle? Well, I think, uh, this is a case where competition is going to be uh, good for the consumer because these these hosts will try to you know get the better or get the bigger guests, get the bigger guest list, do the bigger events, and so ultimately, I think I would probably look at the guest list, see who's who and from which series, because um, you know maybe more cast from one series or like a full cast reunion from one series compared to just maybe you know hearing their guests, uh, which probably sway me. Because you go for the experience, you go to see the celebrities, and and that's probably who I would base mine off of. Dan, what about you? Well, <clears throat> what I'm going to say is kind of harsh. I don't mean to badmouth anyone. At all, but it, but it's gonna it's gonna come across as that way. We all know we've been talking about it right now that creation over the last few years has really jacked up prices. We have heard through talking with people in the vendors' room and certain particular Star Trek people that they don't really treat their guests or the people that are there to represent Star Trek in the best of ways. We've heard some stories, and I gotta say it, going back to the Rio. Come on, man. What the hell? We, I mean, they were talking about how great it was going to be at this new location, uh, if it was going to be held in December. Everybody knows how dilapidated the Rio is. It's got a great venue. It's big. It's got that size room for everybody to have a seat. But yeah, so it, it's going to come down to where Reed Pop is having it. Um, the And, and like, like Kyle said... There, see, Repop and CBS, if it's a Repop, is going to have the ability to sit there and look at what's going on, and they can do anything they want yeah. based on the fact that they have the license, and they can they be able to one up anything that Creation does, in my opinion. If I was a betting man right now, I'd be betting I'd be going to the Repop one. You know, it's it's interesting. I think the biggest lie in the creation release is that they described the Rio Convention Center as state of the art. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was 25 years ago. And you, and you know, Bill, I have to say on that, when I read that, I actually had to read it twice to make sure that they said the Rio and weren't referring to the new place that they were going to hold it in December. It just yeah. blew my mind. Yeah. yeah. Well, guys, it's going to be proof for an interesting uh, lead up to next August. Hopefully the world will be in a much more healthier place yes. where convention season kicks off as normal. But uh, it looks like Trekkies are going to have an embarrassment of riches potentially in the convention department and yay for all of us, right? That's right. Yeah, so, absolutely. 
Kyle, thank you so much for joining us for the news this week. Tell us, where can people find you uh, on social media to uh, to get in touch with you? Yeah, so on Twitter, uh, you can hit me up directly at, at K-H-A-D-Y-9-3. Uh, K Hattie 93. I'm super creative with my Twitter handle. <laughs> and otherwise, uh, check out treknews.net. I'm, I'm posting stuff uh, all the time. I write the reviews for the website. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you can check out my Discovery, Picard, Lower Decks, uh, Discovery Season 3 stuff. Um, that's all mm-hmm. up there. Love them. Absolutely. Great job, Kyle. And thanks so much for coming by. That does it for the news from treknews.net for the week of October 22nd, 2020. Remember, for all the news on all the Star Trek CEO, please visit our great friends at treknews.net. Have a great week, everybody. Live long and prosper. Coconut Adiniac. (laughs) What the hell? That's a new one. (laughs) Yep. Look at that.